Hello. Hello. Here's what's spinning. What is spinning? A, a lot. Uh, a lot yeah. and a little, all at the same time. Yep. Um, July was a weird... July was a weird month for the for the musics, in my opinion. I'm glad we're on the same page, hot off the top. <laughs> hot off the press? Yeah. Right right out of the gate. We're, no, yeah, I just... It was an interesting month. Yeah, it was hard to uh, put together 10, to be honest. Yeah, like, I would say that my top 10 all are within 3% of each other and all, like, just average. Like, they're not... I'd almost just group them all together and throw them at you. Like, they're not really in order. Mm, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay, already interesting. I have my top three very clearly stood above the rest in my opinion. Okay. Um, Fair enough. And all for different reasons. I also have three EPs in my top 10. Yeah, well, there's a lot of EPs in July too, so that's not a surprise at all. It was EP month. Yeah. EP month. Um, before, before we get... We, yeah. yeah. What were you going to say? I was going to say um, there was a concert that both you and I went to in different cities that we have to talk about too. Yes. And then there's a concert that I went to that you did not go to that we have to talk about. Correct. Um, You go, you go first. Okay. So um, I went to on July 19th, I believe it was. I went to go see... Dream Dream Sonic, the Dream Sonic tour, I think it's yep. called, right? Yeah, yep. and that's with uh, Animals as Leaders and Devin Townsend and Dream Theater. Yes, and I ran into our good friend Spencer at the concert, and Dean, oh, so that was fun. Yeah, and uh, ran at the Jaden there, which was cool too. So, this was at Gray Eagle. Yeah, yeah. How is that venue for concerts? Never been. Uh, that was my first time, and. Uh, I liked it. Like it was really good. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's carpeted. It's carpeted floor and like, it's pretty well sound treated and it's kind of like a big rectangle building. That's like, but it's like sound treated and it's got bars and stuff. Like it's a pretty good setup venue. Huh? Okay. Yeah. Um, the concert was so good. Like Concert. the whole thing, yeah, <laughs> it was very good. Uh, I don't know if you want to do an intro to your concert and let's talk about each band separately, or if you want me to just fly through what I thought, or what do you think? We can talk, we can go over each band, okay. Um, this is the second time I've seen Animals as Leaders live, yeah, and I feel pretty meh about them to be honest. Okay. Um, just in that, like their music is obviously very good and very intricate and it's cool kind of watching them play it live. Yeah. But there's zero stage presence whatsoever. Oh yeah. At least yeah. at mine. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they didn't move at all. And like the one guy who talks on the mic to intro the songs is just like, 
flat toned and stuff but it was my first time seeing them and i thought like it was it was good it was actually funny the uh the first song they played the uh the backtrack and the click they messed up on when they started in the song so like the whole thing like i recognize the song but it like wasn't grooving properly and they got to the end and they're like we're gonna do that again <laughs> so they kind of went back to the beginning and started on track and it's like oh that's and they kind of like locked in and, and it was pretty oh. cool to see actually so interesting mm-hmm yeah, I mean, yeah. like, they're obviously, I mean, I kind of get why they don't move, because, like, I can't imagine playing that and running around on stage. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um. But to kind of, like, segue, like, seeing them compared to seeing Devin Townsend is, like, night and day. <laughs> yeah, before before we get into uh, Devin Townsend, I was just going to say that um, a lot of people love Animals as leaders for the guitar, the lead guitar player, Tony something or other. I can't remember his last name. Tosin Abassi. Yeah, that's right. Um, I found that at the concert, it was the rhythm guitar player, like backup guitar player that Sean, like the way he was holding down those rhythms and the syncopation and like the groove, I thought was out of this world. Yeah, and their drummer is just stupid. <laughs> yeah, there, there's nothing like more to robotic. say besides. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, all super talented. I mean, it, like it sounded good. Yeah, for the most part, I would say. Uh, yeah, but... I found the sound guy at ours for Animals as Leaders was mixing too loud. Like it got kind of muddy. Yeah, it dropped like six dB when Devin Townsend got on stage in the room. Hmm. Yeah, and it was better. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have to point out. I don't know. Did you go to the merch stand at all? Uh, briefly. It's the worst array of merch I've ever seen at a concert in my entire life. Yeah, that's that. It was brief. I wasn't there for very long. I was like, none of this I want. <laughs> Dream Theater shirts were so bad. Yeah. I was like, there's no way I just went to a Dream Theater concert and didn't buy a T-shirt. And I did. <laughs> of, of no one because i was like this is horrendous yeah yeah anyway that's besides the point that's a small detail but i was like that's dumb <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh now i'm ready to segue to devin townsend okay go uh what a fucking powerhouse voice oh my Good. god i couldn't I it was a treat seeing him perform live. Yeah, this was my first time seeing him live. Um I mean, as much as I love Dream Theater, I almost wish he headlined. Uh I agree completely. 100%. Yeah. yeah. It was just the songs that he played were great. The the like arc of his set was great and watching him sing and his like charisma and his like stage presence and his oh yeah with the audience like what just what a guy holy yeah. smokes it was incredible yeah yeah him and for this year especially i'm trying to think of like ever but like this year especially him and and mammoth opening for alter bridge are like two of the better live shows I've seen this year. And they were both opening acts. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. It was, he was 
yeah, he was basically perfect. Yeah. I like I just have nothing to say. The musicians on stage and like the humbleness of the way he introduced them and all the stuff. Like it was just yeah, it just and knowing that they're all hired guns, but he's like, I wouldn't be here without these guys. And like I was like, this is this guy. I just Devin Townsend is my new favorite man crush. Yeah. It's a lot he of looks power like Voldemort. Out of a four piece. <laughs> he does look like Voldemort. <laughs> yeah. Uh definitely a treat. I oh man. And it sucks that he's taking a break now because he he came out pretty quickly after this Dream Sonic was announced and he was like, after this I'm taking a break from touring. Uh, that's too bad. And he's just going to write a bunch. Which also okay. Yeah, but yeah, I need to I need to see him headline. That'd be so good. Yeah, next time he's coming through town, I don't think I would. That's the concert. If it came through again, I wouldn't miss like Devin Townsend. Yeah. I'd go figure that out. Yeah. Okay. Dream Theater. Um, is this your first, second time seeing them live? First, maybe, maybe third. First, you saw them. Yeah, I saw them. I saw them open and I saw them. Oh, did you see them at Mac Hall that one? Yeah. Time they were through? Yeah. For the prognation? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think it's my third time. I saw them open and I saw them headline. And then this one is my third time. That's hilarious. Yeah. This was 16 for me. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I counted it out. I have never seen a band 16 times. Yeah, because Chelsea was like, are you going to them again? I was like, obviously. And then she asked me, and then I had to count through. And I was like, oh, God. Yeah. Wild. That is wild. Um, That's like once a year almost. Basically. basically. Yeah. Since you discovered them. And you average it out. Yeah. Yeah. But there's the one tour where I saw them three times on one tour. Yeah, because I because I did the Edmonton and then I did both shows in Calgary. Yeah, the back to back nights. So silly. Anyway, um, I would say of of the I brought mainly because of the now sixteen times I've seen them, I would put this one in up in their better half. Okay, of their live performances. Um. But James Labrie, man, something's got to give soon. I think. Yeah, he he. It was great seeing them live, but he seemed kind of like out of it. He wasn't quite there. No, and it's just the voice isn't there anymore. No, like yeah, yeah, a lot of the a lot of the stuff he was doing an octave down, which of course loses a lot of its like ness. Yeah, so. I mean, like they were, they were good. Again, they're not known for like their stage presence, obviously, no. playing a lot of crazy stuff. But yeah, but it was cool seeing them and like, um, their set list was cool. They, the Caught in a Web was cool to see live. I'd never seen that before. And that's an older, yeah. older one. Um, was at your show, was John Petrucci's guitar unnecessarily loud? Yes. 
Yes. Okay. Same here. Yeah. <laughs> like insanely loud when they started the alien. Also, at my show, they started the alien way off time. Yeah. They didn't they deadline, cor- but yeah. <laughs> they corrected it pretty quick. But yeah. when they first started and got on, I was like, I was like, what is happening? Yeah, what is this? <laughs> it was way off. <laughs> but yeah. Um, and then I just got like flooded in the face with John Petrucci's guitar, which a lot of people would love. Yeah. But now that I've grown older, in my wise <laughs> know, age, so... I'd rather have it mixed properly than. <laughs> I was laughing because, like, for like a metal show, um, it was so tame. Like everyone was just standing, and like there's not really any moshing. And then animal leaders wanted the people to mosh, and I was like, "No one's gonna mosh, guys. <laughs> like that's not no. the vibe we've got here." No. And then, uh, yeah, like it was just a cool vibe. But like, yeah, the whole time I was like, I wanted to stand by the sound booth because it would be that would be the ref best reference in theory by the guy right. seeing it, right? I was like, I don't want it to be too loud, and I just want to hear everything, and I just want to stand here and watch cool music. And I was yeah. like, Oh, I'm 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 old now. That's what yeah. It is. yeah. I think I'm old now too. Yeah. Um, their encore, spirit carries on, calling Devin Townsend on, and the animals as leaders, Tony. Oh, fuck. Yep. Tosin. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, um, it was cool. Yeah. I hate like the song's not my favorite song, but it was cool seeing Devin and James like doing the 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 songs and hearing Devin sing Spirit Carries On was that's what made like that's what everyone's talking about. They're like yeah. replace James with him. Can oh, you imagine? That would be amazing, yeah. Yeah. I don't think it ever happened. Mm-mm. I don't I I don't know. I feel like he might get replaced at one point. Yeah, but I like I don't know if there's I don't know the relationships between them all obviously, but I have to feel like the best scenario would be James saying I can't represent Dream Theater the same way anymore, and I'm stepping down and want to help you find a replacement. I mean, yeah, in an ideal world, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hearing what Dream Theater could sound like with a, a different <laughs> vocalist, <laughs> yeah, like there's so much power in that song. Yeah. And I never thought that the spirit carries on needed a scream, but it did. <laughs> yeah. No shit. Like that was just super cool. I got that on I got that on video by oh, kind you? of by accident. Nice. Well, I guess not by accident. I mean, I was like, as soon as he I knew that was kind of spoiled. So that was one thing Spencer was telling me. He was just like, because I didn't look at the set list before. Okay. So I wanted to be surprised. And he was like, he was telling me or hinting, he was like, there's like a big surprise in their set list. Okay. But like, we live in the age of YouTube and like, I follow oh, no. Dream Theater fan groups and stuff like that. Yeah. And so I knew that was happening before. Oh, that's too bad. So as soon as he got on stage, I was like, I'm going to need to record this and yeah, have it. Yeah, it's impossible now. Something like that happens. That's gonna you're gonna find out about it. Yeah, unless you're like me and you just choose to live under a rock. Well, yeah, you don't follow true. anybody. I was a surprise for me. <laughs> yeah, it was super cool. Yeah, it was a yeah. Like I say, it was it was a treat. That was a concert. I'm really glad that that was a concert. I chose to buy tickets to. It was just beginning to end. I was just 
in awe. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I went to a concert. Yeah. Um, so I went to Kim Dracula. <laughs> okay. And Alexis on Fire. Okay. And Avenged Sevenfold. Right. Yeah, that, that tour was happening while I was in Winnipeg. Like yeah. I could have gone in Winnipeg with the way the timing was, but oh. yeah. Yeah, that was the lineup. Um I've never heard of Kim Dracula. Don't. Oh my <laughs> okay. god, it's bad. <laughs> okay. Oh. Well, I listened because I'd never heard of them either. And so I I checked out their latest. I looked at their set list and it was like they're basically playing like eight songs all from their new album. Okay. And my God, it, their new, I couldn't, could barely get through a song on the new album. Oh. Like so bad. Um, and then we got to the concert. I went with also other friend of the podcast, Nick. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, got to the concert. And the Kim Dracula person was on stage and we walked in and walked right back out. <laughs> and we're like, no, we'll just grab a beer. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, no business being there, in my opinion. Um I'm trying to think of where to start because uh Alex on Fire was the headliner, right? No, opening. Oh, right, yes, that's right. Um, Avenged was the headliner. Uh, another weird bill, right? Like just from what I, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, another case of the opening band, I think blowing the headliner out of the water, uh, Alex on fire was incredible that night. Okay. Um, their set list was like immaculate. They played 11 songs. So they played a lot longer than I thought, which was good. But like me going into it, I was like, I could if you include their new album, because obviously that's what they were touring. Mm. But I was like, if I could think of the 11 songs that I'd want to hear, they played all of them, basically. Wicked. They played my three favorite songs off of The Otherness. Yeah. They p- pulled out Dog's Blood, which was super cool. Nice. They played like the Northern. Uh, Obviously, this could be anywhere in the world. Yep. My favorite Alex on Fire song. They did an awesome tragically hip cover. Oh, did they? Yeah. Good move. Yeah. Um yeah. They and the their energy was just insane. They were just so good. Okay. Um, sounded incredible. Dallas sounded incredible. Yeah, they were just they were on it. Nice. Um yeah, Avenge Sevenfold. Uh it was weird. It was weird. Like they were good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but they were weird. Like they you can tell there's a very um thing, I don't know, a thing they're going for with this new album. Oh, okay. <laughs> like persona. Gotcha. Um they opened with the first two songs off the new album. Mm-hmm. Um in the opening and the entire opening song, so like when the intro's going on and like the big video behind them, you can see this person in this chair, just like the chair like fully reclines and he's basically like sitting but laying down. Yeah. 
and they're just like sitting there the whole time and the intro was like four minutes long we're all just like what the hell's happening and then the game over whatever starts and then (laughs) the band comes on stage and then when the vocals kick in you realize it's just m shadows sitting in the chair and he pulls up this microphone and just starts singing but he's like laying down the whole time and then he sits and then he sits up and he's got like a full like face mask on so you can't see his face and he just sat in the chair the whole time for the first the entire first song and just like okay saying the song i was just like what um and then yeah so their their set list was good it was it was good set list if you've never seen Avenged Sevenfold before. Yeah. And like I get what bands try and do and they play like their popular songs. But I really wanted to hear not all their singles. Right. <laughs> so like they played everything you'd expect them to play. Afterlife, Backcountry, Nightmare, Hail to the King. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> like those kinds of songs. Yeah, uh, they probably played like half their, or a little over half their their new Did album. That far back, which one? Unholy Confessions. Yep. Yeah, that was the only song they played though from their first two albums. Okay, that was like yeah. the first single. Well, yeah, I guess Backcountry was on there too, but um, of course the highlight of the night was they right before their encore was they played a little piece of heaven. Okay, sweet. which was great. Yep, I, um, I saw that live the last time they played. Dude, they played that one live. Yeah, that's so good. That's such yeah. a great song. It is, yeah. Um, and then okay, so their encore was what I wanted to get to because it was very strange. So the last, <clears throat> the last four songs on "Life Is But a Dream," it's like that God thing, the Geo, yeah, ordinary death, whatever. Yeah, and then the very yeah. last track is that like the yeah. self-titled track is like the four and a half minute piano thing mm-hmm. so they come on for their encore and they played the 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 three sets the god song yeah which was cool and then when the the third part of that song ended they all just like put their instruments down didn't say goodbye good night like literally nothing and then they walked off stage, the stage went red, and they played the the piano outro to the album. Yeah. And then so people are just like sitting there, and I was I was just like, are they gonna just play this whole song? And then are they gonna come back? And then the song ended, and then it and it just said on the big screen behind them, it just hand wrote, it was just like adieu, and then house lights. And that's how they ended their set. What a weird way to end a set, but it's also kind of like a this is it, we're not coming back, don't cheer, just go home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I really got the sense that, um, just from how they were on stage, they were really into playing the new songs and really yeah. not into playing the old songs, which. I so I think they yeah. could have been happier just playing like the whole new album beginning mm-hmm. to end. Right. Um. Yeah, I don't know. They're getting, they're, I don't know, maybe it's just a phase, but like 
They're they're weird. This is weird Avenged Sevenfold right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think they'll come out of it. I think uh and maybe they don't want to. Like maybe this is the path they want to go down, which is also totally fair and like no judgment, but it's just uh yeah. It's I yeah. can understand, like, I've always wondered about bands playing their singles over and over and over again. Like, Unholy Confessions came out 15 years ago, 20 years ago, and they've been playing it on tour multiple times a tour for multiple years and years. Like, they've played that song a thousand Every time. times now. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I'm not surprised that they're like, fuck this song. Probably. Yeah. yeah. So, I I get that. And if they've got, like, new projects on the way and or new new direction for their current project it's like yeah i can get i can get how they'd be more excited yeah. about their new direction right yeah i'm one of the weird fans where like i like there'd be very unhappy fans if they went to an event in the full concert and they didn't play in holy confessions and yeah. i'm one of the weird ones where i'm like i would very much welcome that yeah like <laughs> i i like the song a lot but i've seen it it's like i'd rather see what they're up to now right yeah I'm that way with most bands. Yep. I want to see like those songs. I remember like when they first come out and you're like, yeah, this is amazing. And like, we played it in bands and like all this stuff. And you want to see it once or twice, but after that, it's like, okay, now let's move on to what you're doing next. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've seen dream theater 16 times and I've heard pull me under 16 times. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I don't need to hear this song maybe ever again, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> so, but Fair. they have to play it. <laughs> yep. Anyway, that's the concerts. Cool. Uh, I got a few coming up that'll be fun, so I'm I'm uh, excited about that. Queens of the Stone Age soon, and then Nick talked me into going to. I didn't want to go because it was a little pricey and like I wasn't crazy about the headliner, but he talked me into going to uh, Mashuga in Flames and Whitechapel. Oh, okay. So we're going I'm going to that now. Sweet. Anyway. That's it. That's all. Shall we talk about ten albums that were pretty good? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess we should. I'm just uh numbering mine right now. He's just numbering his. Yeah, I'm very curious what your top ten is gonna be. I couldn't even predict it. Yeah, like I say, at this point, you could throw them all in a bucket and pick them out. Like, my top one is 75. And actually, my 10th one is 68, but my ninth one is, like, 72. Huh. Yeah, like, it's not. Yeah, nothing went over 80. No. This year for me. This year. This whole year. Oh, yeah. No, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah because take me back to eden got 102.9 out of 100 so there's that yeah good luck beating that <laughs> it's because i gave repeat a six because <laughs> <laughs> that was all i was do um i will say to tease them peoples out there uh Next month has a album of the year candidate, a top 10 album of the year candidate, I should say. 
next month, hey? Because nothing's beating Sleep Token, I'm sure. Next month. Are you referring to... All of them. Yeah, all of them. I know which one. I haven't listened to it yet, but I think I know which one you're talking about. I've listened to all of them next month, except for the ones that are coming out on Friday, obviously. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's okay. some. There's some good stuff. Oh, I forgot to mention. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have been. Uh, from what I've heard. Uh, from the inside track of some people. There's rumors that uh, later tonight, as we record this, at specifically 9 p.m. Pacific time, mm-hmm. we're getting an album announcement and new single from Spirit Box. Ooh, I saw that being teased, actually, on Facebook. So yeah. I believe that. Um, Apparently, the album title's been leaked, but we'll see mm-hmm. if it's true. Uh, apparently, it's called The Fear of Fear. Okay. Big oh. uh, big album for them. Wasn't... The follow-up... Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, the follow-up, the sophomore release is, is going to be huge. If this, if this flops, they're done. If it doesn't and it explodes, they're like on sleep tech token level of huge, I think. Actually, they might be bigger already. I don't know what their numbers are like. But anyway. Yeah, yesterday Spirit Box uh, posted a picture of Courtney and um, with a website called thefearoffear.com. Mm. Yeah, I think people were th- wondering if that was the new single title. Oh, okay. But apparently that is not the case. Apparently that's the album title. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, they're not. Wow. Spearbox, according to Spotify, because you know that means everything. Yes, Spotify's life. Has uh they only have 1.4 million monthly listeners. And sleep tokens up to 2.6 million. Okay, but like you say, this that's... sophomore album could be the that's yeah, this <laughs> could this could just put them into the stratosphere if it's if they hit on it really well. Yeah. Okay. Number They've 10, been releasing go. singles, I think, right? I haven't listened to any of the Spirit Box's singles. Uh, the Mirror. Well, it's that song called Void. Pardon me? They released that one song called The Void. Right. That's right. And just yesterday, again, there's one called Mirror Locked Until the End, I think. think that was part of their the website thing maybe that's yeah i could be completely wrong oh yeah that's not on here it might have been like a teaser for yeah it will be tonight yeah so listen (laughs) listen i didn't i don't think i had any album announcements as i as we're just about to start i don't think i added anything believe it or not Oh, I did. Do you remember War of Ages? Uh, no. Okay. War, they have a new album War. coming out. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Rival Sons announced a follow-up EP to their Dark Fighter album. 
Um, it's called Lightbringer. Oh, I do have an album announcement. It's a big one. It's the one that you added. I remember adding it. Do you? No. Uh, Chris where? Stapleton. Oh, yeah, I did add that one. Announced a new album. I'm very excited about it. My we love hold on. Can we pause for a second? My AirPods are like out of sync and it's driving me crazy. Okay. <laughs> we are pausing. This is AirPods are broken. Wonder what's happening. Oh, he's putting them in. Oh, oh you're it's weird. You're still like in stereo. Fuck these AirPods. Fuck Bluetooth. Why am I on stereo? Pardon me? Why am I in stereo? Well, like, I've got both AirPods in, and one of them is just a little bit slower than the other one, so I keep hearing you, like, so as if you're two voices. Does this help? Hey, hey. Oh, oh. Here, here. <laughs> this is the, the new, new. No. Do you remember when we recorded the Hazards of Society album and we doubled up the vocals and it sounded weird? I do. That's what you sound like right now. If you were to sing that album, it's in my head. <laughs> also like how you refer to it too as the Hazard of Society album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The full length LP that we did. Yeah, that full length. Yeah. yeah. All three songs that lasted 12 minutes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Number 10. Go. We've babbled enough, folks. Uh is it your turn or my turn? Uh, yes. I think, it's your, I think it's your turn. You think it's my turn? Oh, that's... Is it my turn? Oh, my God. I keep forgetting these things. I have to shout out a band that we missed, that I missed last month. Okay. Real quick. Um, I encourage you to listen to them, you and all the people. But you also, Kyle, I think you'd enjoy it. Mm -hmm. They're called Stoneside. Yeah. Uh, they're not even on our list. I just discovered them randomly, and their album is phenomenal. Uh, they're called Stoneside. The album is called God of the Mountain. Mm -hmm. um, you can tell this band is very heavily influenced by Sleep Token in that there's a like a really cool mix of the heavy heavies and the ambience. Okay. Um. Obviously, the vocals aren't nearly as good, but the solid vocalist. Um, and just a very cool, like, journey of an album, a concept record. Um, and it's, like, proggy without being too proggy. Mm -hmm. um, check, yeah, check it out. It's really good. It's really good. It's real good. Real good. My number 10 is one that I only listened to once and yeah. kind of was like, meh, <laughs> but I felt okay. like I needed 10. I could have gotten away with seven this week, month. Yeah. Um, but my number 10 is Signs of the Swarm with the album Amongst the Low and Empty. Cool. It's a pretty like, good deathcore record. But uh, that's about all I have to say about that. Yeah, that was my number nine. Okay. Yeah. 
I got nothing else to say about it either. You said it all. It's been okay. Ten though. Uh, yeah, my number ten was Seven Dust with the album Truth Killer. Mm. Yeah, they're uh, they're a little bit of a throwback, but um, yeah, it was kind of it was like Seven Dust from the old days, but like way tamer. It's more rock and less metal. Yeah, I am not a Seven Dust fan to begin with. Oh, okay, yeah, and I found this album. I couldn't make it through. No, I got so bored so quickly. Yeah, and if I'm honest, most of the albums this week I felt that way. Like I don't think I actually listened to a full album this week. Oh, interesting. Or this month, rather. Yeah, interesting. Yep. So, okay. Um, my number nine. Um, I think I added. <laughs> I think I added this to the list last night because I forgot about it. But listen to, to it, it this morning. Enjoyed it. Uh, oh, so you know what this is. Listen to it, enjoyed it. This is Johnny Booth mm-hmm. with the album Moments Elsewhere. Um, some interesting stuff in here. It's like Metal Corey, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I actually like I I enjoyed it. Like I would go back and give it another listen. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, that's kind of all I have to say about that. I I got so uh, sometimes I don't know what to say about some of these July albums because it's not a ton of them that I've continued to listen to and they've been overtaken by some of the August albums that have been released. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but I kept it in my library and would recommend. Cool. If you're looking for something a little different. Yeah, Johnny Booth did not make my list this week, this month. That's that's why I didn't think it would. It was late. Yep. Okay, well, we know you're number nine. Yep. Signs of the Swarm. Amongst the low and empty. Yes. Do you want to just go eight then? Yep. Switch this up because we do that here. Yep. Wait, you want my number eight? Yeah. Oh, my number eight is uh, Levitated with the EP called Levitated. Correct. Yeah. Um, I found that this month, in general, the EPs grabbed me a little bit better. Oh, yeah. Most, most of the full lengths were a little bit much. This one, um, I listened to towards the beginning of the month, so I actually can't remember a lot about it, but it scored number eight in my list that are all between 72 and 75. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. um, You'll hear from this later. Okay. I loved this thing. Cool. Yeah. Okay. My number eight uh, is also an EP, and that is from the band Mood Ring. With the EP called Your Light Fades Away. Um, I guess this is, I don't, I don't know. Apple Music labeled it as a single. I put it as an EP because it's like three songs. Yeah, and to me, a single means one. But Yeah, because it's called anymore. single. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I can't explain it. I mean, like, 
Spirit Box put out a three-song EP, and it was called EP. And then this band puts out a three-song thing, and it's called it's single. Called single. Yeah. <laughs> the Plot and You just did the same thing. The Plot and You was just like, here's three new songs. And then Apple Music's like, here's a new single from Plot <laughs> and You. And I was like, cool. It has three songs on it. <laughs> yeah, weird. Anyway. Weird. Yep. Mood Ring. You're like fades away. They're 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 a very interesting band. Their full length album that came out, I think, last year, mm-hmm. made it into I think both of our top 100s at least. Yeah, no, I remember Mood Ring from last year and, and really liked it. And this this EP I liked too. It's also in my list. It's a little higher, but it's in my list too. Yeah, it's uh, I liked it a lot. It's super cool. Just a good little three song. Yeah, I love listening to a good. Me too. <laughs> uh, that was your number eight. Yeah, I want you go to number seven. I no. Yeah, I don't know. You started and then I we know. switched. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, number seven for me is uh, I think he's from Alberta. Good old Coulter Wall. Hmm. Um. Also, my number seven. Believe it or okay. not. Okay. So we can talk about it. I um I don't know what to say. I like Coulter Wall's voice a lot. Mm-hmm. Um that one album he has, the I think it's called Appala- Appalachian. The one with like the devil wears a suit and tie on it and stuff like that. Uh he was born sorry to interrupt. He was born in Swift Current, Saskatchewan. Just oh, so okay. Yeah. So but Prairie good old Canadian. Now. Yeah. So, from Speedy Creek. Um yeah, after like that was my first encounter with him mm-hmm. was that song and that album. And I think that album is just like insanely good. Mm-hmm. Um obviously he's a good songwriter, but this like this album was good, but it like nothing he's done since that album has grabbed me quite the same way as like that song in particular. Okay. Um, but like it's just a good it's just like a solid country album yeah I was going to say what I would say say. I'd say mostly along his songwriting this guy is a great storyteller like like listening to the songs and listening to the lyrics like you're kind of drawn into the story and the feel of the song through the through the lyrics and through the feel and so um, that's something that I feel like a lot of new pop country is lost and bro country is lost and Coulter right. wall is holding on to it and i appreciate that yep totally yeah imaginary appalachia is that the one you're thinking about i think so yeah um yeah that one yeah and the one before that was was good too Mm-hmm. the um oh no not the one before that the one after that his self-titled one was good right yeah the yeah. other thing like that i i did like about this album and it and the reason it made my list is that like it's pretty raw like the the acoustic guitars the the drums the bass like the vocals everything is very raw there's very little processing on it and it kind of brings you back to that old authentic like just sitting in a bar listening to music storyteller you know like it's just i don't know it's it's got roots to it which i like yeah 
yeah he's uh he's solid yeah i definitely like the old sounding like older country like him rather than any of this pop country bullshit that's coming out right now totes okay so that was our number sevens my number six Mm -hmm. uh this one made it uh higher than i thought it was gonna make it okay um i doubt this is in your list but if it is that's cool um this is the album everything bleeds from crown magnetar um you are correct that that did not make my list yeah Yeah. um this is a lot uh like very heavy very fast um but for music like this uh i didn't find it a struggle at all getting through a full album there's enough like little soft breaks and enough little like pauses and stuff like that in between the really heavy heavies that it's more digestible. Cool. Um, and the vocalist is, is like really on point and like, uh, I almost said punctual. What's the word? Help <laughs> uh, up. No. Um, palatable palatable or no i'm like i'm trying to think of like his pronunciation like i can tell like i can pick out a good chunk of the lyrics even though he's like doing a really crazy like death growl scream like the entire time like he's he feels he feels randy blythe like in that you can really pick out everything he's saying yeah, I keep wanting to say punctual now also, and that's not the word you're looking for. <laughs> nope. Um, I'll figure it out. Yep. But he but like speaks... Enunciation. Good. That's what I'm trying to think of. <laughs> he says words well. Yeah. He enunciates very well. Yeah. Cool. For that type of music. So I appreciated that. And the yeah, the instruments are just nuts. They're, it's, they're so good. So anyway, that's that's what I picked. Uh, my number six is the aforementioned mood ring with the uh, EP "Your Light Fades Away." Your light fades away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and nothing, nothing else to say about it. It's a cool EP. They've got a cool twist on bringing outside instruments into what they're working on, but it's still like heavy, but also spacey. It's they got cool stuff going on. Yeah, totally yeah. solid. Yeah. Um. Okay, my number five. I know for a fact, I know for a fact this is not in your list. Because you hate this type of music. Um, but I love this. A little four-song banger from a brand new band. Mm-hmm. That is Better Lovers with their EP, Better Lovers. First ever release from this band. So this is, for those that don't know, this is um, Greg Pusiato from Dillinger Escape Plan mm-hmm. uh, and members of Fit for an Autopsy and Every Time I Die. And it sounded yeah. like that. <laughs> you're correct that it did not make my list. Yeah, I know you're not an every time I die fan, and you're not a or a Dillinger Escape Plan. Yeah, yeah, I do like Fit for an Autopsy, but yeah, um, yeah, I, I mean, I just thought it was super solid. Four songs, high energy, makes you drive fast. Cool, cool. I liked them. I liked it a lot. 
my number five was the EP Hiding the Truth by the band Perspective. Oh, okay. Um, I'm trying to remember it off the top of my head, but I am failing at the moment, so I don't have anything to say about it. <laughs> but maybe it's in your list? I don't know. Sorry to the listeners. My uh, not, not quite in my list, but... Yeah. Got there. Um, It was... I did like it. I just didn't like it as much as the other ones. Yeah, fair. Um, I did like their their out their full length they came out with in 2020 it was really good. That's kind of mm-hmm. how I discovered them. But yeah, it was, it was good. My number four is the new album from Greta Van Fleet. Oh, that's also my number four. And that is their no- album, Starcatcher. Um, my wife likes this a lot more than I do, but I do really like it. Um, they're getting a lot of praise for this album, which is a good thing. Yeah. Um, and like, I like it. I appreciate what they did with it. It's pretty For them, it was pretty experimental, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's yeah it's super solid it just didn't grab me like their last album did the battle of gardens gate i think that's their that's the like top of their game in my opinion okay but yeah i yeah. i like cool. that we we've kind of talked about it before but i like that they're starting like they're finding their own sound that isn't just led zeppelin reincarnate like it still yeah. sounds a lot like Robert Plant, but it's at least starting to feel a little bit more um, diverged from Robert Plant, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a great listening album. Uh, well produced, well written. Yeah, I like it about as much as I like Led Zeppelin. To recompare it again, <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, I uh, yeah, it's really good. It's just, it's different and it's weird in some parts. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, there's a song on it. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. Cause I've forgotten about it that I really, really do not like. Oh, okay. And that's kind of the first time from this band that I've been like, this is a song I will skip every single time. Right. I'll tell you the name of it just so you're aware. So when you listen, if you listen to it again, you can be like, oh, this song maybe. The Indigo Streak. Hmm. Not a fan. Um, But on the other end of the spectrum, Sacred the Thread uh, is one of the best songs they've done, in my opinion, as well. So yeah, Greta Van Fleet. Very nice. Um, Number three for me, Hmm. correct? The aforementioned Levitated. Okay. With nice. their subtitled EP. I loved this thing. Uh, it blew me away the same that Bleed From Within, this new album, blew me away when I first heard it. Okay. Um, solid, 
mix of screaming, singing, uh, the instruments really stood out to me a lot. Uh, the guitar work especially. <clears throat> is my highest guitar score of the whole month. For sure. Um, That's actually true of my list also. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just like, I don't... I can't remember who's in this band. It'll take some time to figure it out, but it's a it's the guitar player is someone from a band that you know, and I don't remember who it is. I do know some bands. It's, it's a side project. Um, yeah, I think this is just super solid. Again, it being like six, seven songs, perfect length for this. Uh, yeah, uh, just I loved it. It was everything I wanted it to be and more. But I had also had never heard of this band before, so that was maybe part of part of it, right? Um, yeah, I'm just trying to look at who who the who the people are. Is it this band that? Does he look like a like look looks uh, looks like a new band? There's not even a Wikipedia or anything yet. No. Like they just drew Posimato. Is that the name? Where is he from? Um, is it Worm Shepherd? Is it no? This is great. This is great listening. Oh yeah, where were we? Listen. Okay, number three. I can I can move on, and we can keep googling in the background. Uh, okay. My number three is Hawthorne Heights. Just kidding. It was so bad. <laughs> uh, the EP, distant. the dirt. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Members of Distant Face Yourself and Humanity's Last Breath. Distant was the band I was thinking of because we talked about their album last year. Right. I remember that. Cool. That's the guitar player. Anyway, I figured it out. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Hawthorne Heights, number one. Yeah. Number one. Best album ever. I cannot listen to that. But like, what would you call that? Um, It's, it's like, like emo pop. Core. Hop, pop, pop, yeah, pop emo core, <laughs> like angsty, yeah, like that super nasally, like yeah. Every every vocals. so often it draws me back in. Like there's times where I'll go back and listen to Seosin and and Hawthorne Heights, but like they're older albums that are like nostalgia based, not like new stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah Census Fail is... is in there, like you know, like that kind oh, of yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. This was not good. No. New Senses Fail is also not good. So yeah. Yeah, so my anyway. my actual number three <laughs> is uh, the EP the the Dirt by the Great Nothing. Mm. Yeah, interesting. I this one almost made it in, but I didn't have enough time with it. Yeah, I I liked it. It's like hard rock, driving rock, but on the heavier side. Like it's heavier than Wolf, like um, Mammoth Van Halen. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But Wolf Mammoth. Wolf Mammoth. But um yeah, it I don't know. I just 
like I say, it's it's not scoring high either. Like this this week did not score high at all. So it, yeah, to say it's number three is not saying that it was like incredible. It was just right the third highest this week. But yes. yeah, good hard driving rock. Like it's yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three it, songs. There's some cool stuff on there too. So cool, like yeah. writing little nuances and little arcs in the songs. And yep, yeah. yeah, definitely worth a check out. Yeah. Maybe should have been in. I I really enjoyed it. Yeah. As soon as you brought it up, I was like, oh yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah. Probably could have gone in bef- uh, above like Signs of the Swarm and Johnny Booth. Right around that thing for me. Yeah. What was your number three again? Levitated. Levitated. Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah. Cool. Great. With Levitated. Yeah. Um, okay. My number two. Mm-hmm. Um, this one... Um, um, I will say the first single I heard from this album I didn't like. Okay. Um, but uh, our friend Kale, who has been on the pod from Australia, mm-hmm. uh, this is his favorite band of all time, and so I told wow. I was talking to him about it. I was like, I don't like this first single. And he's like, when the album came out, he's like, you got to listen to the album, give it a chance, and it very much. Uh, I don't want to say blew me away, but very much uh, impressed me from how much I didn't like the single. Mm-hmm. Um, and the single fits within the album very well. Just another reason why I hate singles, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is Voyager with their album Fearless in Love. I This is also my number two. Cool. I like this <laughs> thing a lot. Yeah. Um, definitely caught me off guard. Mm-hmm. Um, just a really interesting they they remind me of um you remember Vola? I do remember Vola, yeah. Um they kind of remind me of that, like really kind of interesting, a very um that's the word I'm looking for, like very un- unique voice. Mm-hmm. Um I think some people might hate his voice. Um I really liked it and it kind of and it fit the music really well. Um, and just, yeah, some really cool parts, some really cool heavy parts. Uh, it was kind of like a roller coaster and it was, yeah, it was very well done. I enjoyed it a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, think? uh, I agree. I didn't spend a, enough time with it myself, but I did listen through it. This is when I did re listen through the whole thing. And, uh, yeah, same thing. It's like, just progressive hard rock is just cool to listen to when it's done right you know like it just i enjoyed the vocal lines the melody lines i enjoyed the the juxtaposition of you know heavy and cleans it's is it was good i liked it yeah i wouldn't say it's my favorite band of all time (laughs) sorry kale (laughs) fair (laughs) um yeah go go listen to it Go check it out. It's really cool. Yeah. Okay. I wonder if we have the same number one. Should I, we... It's, it surprised me that it made it to number one, given what it is, if that helps. It might. Should we do something different where on the count of three, on three, we'll both just say the band name? Sure. Okay. And then we'll see what happens. Yeah. Great. Okay. Uh, so on three. Oh, no. After three. So you count one, two, three, and then band name. Yes. Yeah. You okay. count it. 
One, two, three. Black. Archeco. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So not the same. Okay. Neat. Oh, and neither of neither of our ones made it into either of our top tens. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> well, that didn't go the way I thought it was gonna go. <laughs> nope, me neither. <laughs> um Okay. I don't know where so, to start now. I'm all okay, thrown well, off. I'll, I'll just I'm sure we were gonna have the <laughs> I'll, I will say that Black Braid, yeah, I think it's the same comment that I made last time. Like I like what they're doing and the way that they're approaching that kind of black metal is like very, very good. It's just not for me. Like I just yeah. Fair. Yeah. But I'll just I said the same thing I think about Black Braid One is like seeing what they're doing is is very cool. Stepping outside the boxes and yeah. Yeah. Um well while we're on it, this one I liked way more than number one. Okay. Um it was just it's just it takes you on a journey. I think it's just so cool to listen to. Um and again for that genre, it's it's produced really well. Um well, and I think like from a representation standpoint, like I don't know how Blackberry's talked about in the in the e- internet and in their genre, but like as a uh, indigenous person being in black metal, it's very unique. Totally. Yeah. And yeah, they just for me, when I started it, I was like, oh, this could be like dense and tough to get through. It's like 10 songs and 66 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just it I thought it flowed super well. Um they're just yeah, I liked it a lot. Um their one song uh might be might be, show up in my and out at our end of our year list in terms of songs of the year for me. Um, I also love the names of their songs so much. I do too. They're I very enjoy cool. Reading about it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the album, the song I'm talking about is "Moss Covered Bones on the Altar of the Moon." But yeah, I just man, I think they're super solid. I, I just I enjoyed it thoroughly. I listened to it quite a few times. The one, the one that stood out for me is the wolf that guides the hunter's hand. Yeah, I love that song name. Also great. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Arc Echo. Hey. Hmm. Yeah. One. The reason I said like because of what it is because it's an instrumental album, right? So it's just yeah. This vocals automatically got a two and a half just to sit in the average. So um, I don't even know who's playing on this album, but. I liked it and I recognized some styles that I meant to go back and look up actually. Right. I think they're a pretty new young band. Okay. They're they did like open a... for Dream Theater. That's how I heard of them because they were on Dream Theater's bill in Europe, I think. Yeah, and they had some features on their album that like were pretty heavy hitters. Yeah, I think Dream Theater kind of helped them along with that, for sure. 
Yeah, Jordan Rudess is on Illuminosity. Yeah. And Adrian Terrazas Gonzalez on Final Pitch. Yeah, and Anthony Vincent, who's that like YouTube superstar who does like the 10 second songs. Um yeah, I'm interested and a little surprised this is in your top ten. I this I didn't really this didn't do anything for me. No, I thought no. it was really interesting to listen to, but I've been I've been on a like instrumental progressive rock, heavy rock metal kick. Mm. Like mm-hmm. all the there's a couple on YouTube that are on TikTok that keep popping up that I'm like, oh yeah, that's cool. And there's like um another Poly- band polyphia polyphia thank you polyphia yeah. i've been digging and like animals of leaders so like i've been on this kick for a while so i'm not surprised that it grabbed me based on that yeah i'm not in the instrumental kick right now i like it i like it obviously but yeah, yeah. these guys are all berkeley musicians also shocking of course yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. cool but I think they're all pretty young. They look young. Yeah, they do. They're babies. Yeah, it was good. I would go back and check it out again, but I just found it. I don't know. I just, I don't know. Fair. Yeah. Reason. The Rhyme of Yeah. Well, I guess that's, that's the top 10. <laughs> the month of EPs. That's the top 10. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we have four months left of albums. Uh, as it stands right now, we only have. Uh, it looks like September is a big month. Lots going on in there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's even a couple I have to add that I literally found this morning. I was like, oh, these guys are coming with new albums. Um, <clears throat> but uh. As it stands right now, I was going to say there's no albums that have been announced in December. So that'll be a perfect time to do our little album awards thing. We're changing it up this year. Yeah. um, I had a friend suggest to me that we also start to preview next month's, which I know we've done a little bit of, but we can start previewing some of next month's albums. Okay. So I was just going to, yeah, I was going to shout out a couple and you could shout out a couple that we're looking forward to. Yeah. Next I mean, month for... being August mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah. I was going to say besides the, uh, besides the few, uh, besides, uh, where are we? Besides the ones that are coming out on the 25th. Yeah. So right now that's holding absence death clock and asking Alexandria. Uh, besides those three, I've listened to everything. Okay, yeah. So I haven't listened to anything yet, but I'm looking forward to. You haven't listened to any of August's? No. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, I know. I'm bad. Uh, Mammoth Wolfgang Van Halen. I'm looking forward to. Um, I'm looking forward to Caskets. I'm looking. I like Neil Morse. I like. Some of the stuff catches me off guard. I like listening to it sometimes when I'm in the mood to listen to it, so it'll be an interesting one. 
Uh, yeah, that's a word for it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. It's... Yeah. Um, I don't want to lead you in one way or the other. Yeah. No, I appreciate that. And then, yeah, I would say that. Yeah, I'm with you. With holding absence and death clock are probably up there for me to look forward to. So, um, without giving away too much. Um, there's one album that I really liked that I'm, I doubt you'll like, okay, but definitely give it a listen. Um, that's humanity's last breath. Okay. Um, an album on this list that I was very excited for, but, uh, a little disappointed in, mm-hmm. uh, an album on this list. I will just say near the bottom um that very much blew me away um a super cool band okay and then a tree you still sucks that's <laughs> <laughs> what i'll say <laughs> oh man it's so bad <sighs> they are not doing there's bands like architects that are kind of moving from the the metalcore stuff to like the arena rock that yeah. I, in my opinion, are pulling it off really well. Yep. A train is, <laughs> is not pulling it off very well. No. Yeah. Yeah. They're just, their lyrics are so cringe. Ugh. And yeah. there's like parts where you can tell that they're, they're trying really hard to be like super heavy. And like, there's like a there's a part I can't remember what song it is. There's a well, there's a couple songs, but there's a couple parts in a couple songs where the like second chorus ends, and you're like, oh, they're gonna attempt to do a really heavy breakdown, and then oh, they do no. one, and then it's like, oh, and it just falls so flat. <laughs> oh no, that's one of those like, I I don't know what Atreyu is is working on, but ever since sales set sales what's this oh yeah title? lead sales and paper anchors thank you lead sales and paper anchors that was a very cool like change of tone for them and then they went too far like the pendulum tone swung too far and then they never came back from that i feel yeah. like <laughs> they've never been the same since alex left no no um speaking of Alex Vark Vartek Vartaz Vartaz Cat Vartaz. Yeah. Their original screamer. How do you spell that? <laughs> Var Tarkaz. Yeah. Uh their original screamer. He has a new band uh called Dead Icarus. Oh yeah. If you were a one year uh old Atreyu, like Suicide Notes and Butterfly Kisses Fix, go listen to their new single. Dead Icarus. Got it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I will just say, yeah, there's two albums. I mean, I'm really looking forward to Holding Absence. They have a lot to live up to. Um, there's two albums next month that I... I don't know. I don't want to say they're going to be in my top 10 because we're only doing a top 10 this year, but like they're in they're in the top albums for me so far. Cool. Whatever that top number means to anyone. Yeah. But like 
I always, on the Excel sheet, highlight my favorite albums in green. Mm-hmm. And they got highlighted in green. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's, what I'll t- that's what I'll say. <laughs> okay. I guess that's a, uh, that's a wrap at that point, I think. That's a wrap, folks. Thank Thanks you. for listening. Bye.